The Way to You, episode 254. It's not the number of years in your life that count, but the life in your years. I wonder if that makes any sort of sense to you. I find it very easy to understand myself. You know, how how have your years been? How are they? Are they full of good things that you wanted to do? Are you alive and happy doing what you want to do? Are you fulfilled? Or are you somehow feeling like you missed the boat? That somehow life just didn't happen where you were and... The years, yes, they've been comfortable enough, but basically you're somebody who is just um, living in quiet desperation, eking out a, a life that doesn't really fulfill or satisfy. It's easy enough in this day and age to get trapped in a job, in a lifestyle that doesn't excite or fascinate, to find oneself saddled with duties and responsibilities that maybe one didn't particularly choose, or even just taking a journey, a daily journey that is, is a sort of horror story, in order just to put food on the table to keep the family alive, something like that. And okay, if you have responsibilities, then you have to be very careful about making changes. You have to be certain that any change you make is going to work and is, is practical and is for the best. But they say that those who look after people at the end of their lives, they say that the most common complaint is that people are there just saying, oh, I wish I'd done this, I wish I'd done that. Oh, if only I'd taken a few more chances, risked a little more to get what I really wanted, life would have been so much better. And once left with the sort of feeling that, yeah, life could be so much better. So it's worth actually thinking about a few things that you feel would really improve your life and just having a bit of courage about it the courage of your convictions now you obviously don't want to end up doing something that makes your life actually worse you know by taking too many chances and obviously if you're going to do something you really want to do then proper planning is the route to do it actually make sure that it's not just a pie-in-the-sky idea, but something that you're prepared to put a bit of time into. Make a plan and then act on that plan, having considered all the practicalities involved in it. And then slowly realise your plan. Um, you know, the trouble with um, things like the secret, the law of attraction, is that it all sounds like wishful thinking, probably because it is. And I've even heard 
tapes of people imprecating the law of attraction, you know, like it was a personality and calling on the law of attraction to make their lives better. Now, to my mind, that's it's gibberish, really, because I'm fundamentally quite down to earth like that. Because you can you can wish all you want, but if you don't approach things in the right sort of way, then you're not going to get anywhere. And one of the things about The Secret, the film that gained a lot of headlines 10 years or so back, was they didn't produce the right results. You know, they had this stuff about the law of attraction in The Secret, and they talked a great length about it and how it was an inescapable law of nature, just like the law of gravity. But they didn't really understand it, and they might be able to work, get it to work for themselves. But most of the people who watched The Secret and got into the law of attraction did not manage to change their lives one whit. And so certainly the early stuff about the law of attraction must be considered to be impartial, I mean, incomplete and unsatisfactory. For myself, when I first heard about it in 2010, I was just listening to this stuff and just thinking, well, I don't really want to have too much to do with this because it doesn't seem to resonate with me. You know, all this um, mumbo-jumbo, really. And so I, I've steered clear of listening to people going on for too long about it. And you could accuse me of not being very ambitious like that um, and not taking seriously my dreams and stuff. But it wasn't until years later that I saw different explanations about the law of attraction, which started to feel like a reasonably practical and well-thought-out solution that made it not just a pie in the sky, but something that was attainable, just something that one could tune into. Um, now, one writer, and I can't remember who it is, talks about synchronizing one's own energy with what it is one desires. And that seems a reasonable way of doing it, because like attracts like. And it's often held that one of the reasons why the law of attraction doesn't work is that most of the thoughts we have in our heads aren't very positive. In fact, they're quite negative. And that therefore, whatever we're thinking is what we're attracting, you know, so that if we're so like low vibration thoughts are attracting low vibration lifestyles, really. So, You know, it's sort of a complex thing. So that if one actually improves the way one thinks, so that one's thought patterns and the flow of thoughts in one's head becomes a more positive stream, so that, you know, 
one's actually on a higher vibration, the chances are one would attract more high vibration life lifestyles. And, and that seems reasonable in certain ways. I can understand that. You know, you are what you think. There's a sort of a precept that is it's possible to um, deduce from what people think. Now, the guy I follow a lot, Andy Shaw, he talks to the law of creation, the law of conscious creation, as being a better way to look at it. That we, instead of just thinking we attract something like a passive magnet, we're actually consciously creating what it is we desire. Um, although the reasons he says for not wanting to use that term very much is because it upsets religious people because they think that creation is something to do with God. I don't know. I mean, as a fairly creative person myself, you know, creating things doesn't seem that bad of an idea. Um, whether God is involved in something or not, I don't happen to be a great theist, so it doesn't matter. Um, but if you follow his route, Andy Shaw's, then you can see how these things could work. And that if you have a dream, a plan, that's something you really want, something you really desire, then just set out a proper way of getting it, plan for it, work out exactly how you're going to do it, and then follow the steps to get it. And that is the path to satisfaction. And that way, although you're putting in a pretty active component into it, i.e. you doing things to get to get it, it means that you get what you set out to get. And I think if you focus on something enough, then your vibration goes in that direction. Um, and hell, I don't know as much as Andy by a long way, but I can just see that his way of doing it is far more sensible than this um, fuzzy um, woohoo way of looking at getting things to happen in your life, which obviously doesn't work. So whatever you, it is you decide, just plan how you're going to get it and then go for it. It's, that's probably the easiest way of doing it. You know, if you, if you really badly want to achieve a particular goal, then work out like one would work out a route on a map, the route that you take to achieve your aim. Um, and that way you get there, and that way you avoid leading a life of um, quiet desperation and start actually having life in your years. Because just living from the start to the, to the end without really having very much control over it or doing very much to exert control over it and just leaving, leading grey, dull days. It doesn't sound a very good trip at all.
So, you know, if you can avoid that, then I suggest you do. And there are very many things that one can do for oneself development-wise and just in terms of your physicality, you know, just to raise your overall tone and your vibrations. And, you know, just doing stuff like getting fit is puts you on the road to feeling better anyway. And the better you feel, you know, the better your life is going to go. Um, and I hope that in some small part is a satisfactory account of what I was trying to say. Um, Andy Shaw's works, I highly recommend creating a bug-free mind and using a bug-free mind. Um, someday I'll get around to putting a link up for it because he's well worth reading as one of the more complex and thoroughgoing and really quite clever personal development teachers. Anyway, thank you for listening. That's all I've got time for you and hopefully catch you on another call.